Hello, my name is Craig Kelly, and this is Common Prayer. Well, welcome to this evening prayer service for Wednesday, February 7th, 2024. I'm glad that you are here with me to continue our journey through the daily office. This Anglican practice of morning prayer and evening prayer, these two liturgies spoken every day, hopefully, like me, it will help you keep some consistency and focus in your prayer and devotion time. That's what drew me to this practice, and it's been a great help to me. So so whether it's your first time or whether you're coming back again, welcome, and I hope this is a great experience for you. So I'm reading out of the Book of Common Prayer, published in 2019 by the Anglican Church in North America. If you'd like to find out more about the ACNA, you can go to anglicanchurch.net. Again, anglicanchurch.net. Also, I'm going to leave a link in the description for dailyoffice2019.com. It's a great website that you can go to to follow right along with me as I'm going through the liturgy here this evening. So, so let's prepare for worship here and some silent reflection and prayer and just get our eyes and our hearts focused on the Lord where they need to be. All right, so again, this is evening prayer for Wednesday, February 7th, 2024. In the church calendar, this would be the Wednesday after the second to last Sunday of Epiphany, which is also known as Sexagesima. Let's begin with an opening sentence from Scripture. Nations shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. Dearly beloved, The scriptures teach us to acknowledge our many sins and offenses, not concealing them from our Heavenly Father, but confessing them with humble and obedient hearts, that we may obtain forgiveness by His infinite goodness and mercy. We ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before Almighty God, but especially when we come together in His presence, to give thanks for the great benefits we have received at His hands, to declare His most worthy praise, to hear His holy word, and to ask, for ourselves and on behalf of others, those things which are necessary for our life and our salvation. Therefore draw near with me to the throne of heavenly grace. Let's pray together. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts, We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and apart from your grace there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Grant to your faithful people, merciful Lord, pardon and peace, that we may be cleansed from all our sins, and serve you with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, open our lips 
and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Let us say together the Fossilaron, this canticle, this hymn from the ancient church. O gladsome light, pure brightness of the ever-living Father in heaven, O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed, now as we come to the setting of the sun, and our eyes behold the vesper light, we sing your praises, O God. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, you are worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices. O Son of God, O Giver of life, and to be glorified through all the worlds. So the psalm appointed for this evening prayer for the seventh day of the month is Psalm 37. Fret not yourself because of the ungodly. Neither be envious of those who are evildoers. For they shall soon be dried up like the grass, and be withered even as the green herb. Put your trust in the Lord, and do good. Dwell in the land, and surely you shall be fed. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he shall give you your heart's desire. Commit your way unto the Lord, and put your trust in him and he shall bring it to pass. He shall make your righteousness as clear as the light, and your just dealing as the noonday. Be still before the Lord, and wait patiently for him. Do not grieve yourself over the one whose way prospers, over the one who carries out evil counsels. Refrain from wrath, and let go of anger. Fret not yourself, lest you be moved to do evil. For evildoers shall be rooted out. But those who wait patiently for the Lord, they shall inherit the land. Yet a little while, and the ungodly shall be clean gone. You shall look for their place, and they shall not be there. But the meek-spirited shall possess the land, and shall be refreshed with an abundance of peace. The ungodly plot against the just, and gnash at them with their teeth. The Lord shall laugh at them in scorn, for he sees that their day is coming. The ungodly have drawn out the sword and have bent their bow, to cast down the poor and needy, and to slay those who walk aright. Their sword shall go through their own heart, and their bow shall be broken. The little that the righteous has is better than great riches of the ungodly. For the arms of the ungodly shall be broken, but the Lord upholds the righteous. The Lord knows the days of the godly, and their inheritance shall endure forever. They shall not be confounded in perilous times, and in the days of famine they shall have enough. As for the ungodly, they shall perish, and the enemies of the Lord shall be consumed as in a fiery furnace. Even as smoke shall they vanish away. The ungodly borrow and do not repay, but the righteous are merciful and generous. 
Those who are blessed by God shall possess the land, but those who are cursed by him shall be rooted out. The Lord orders a man's steps. He makes his footsteps sure and preserves him on his path. Though he fall, he shall not be cast down, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. I have been young, and now I am old. Yet I never saw the righteous forsaken, nor his children begging bread. The righteous is ever merciful in lending, and his seed shall be blessed. Flee from evil, and do that which is good, and dwell in the land forever. For the Lord loves that which is right. He forsakes not those who are godly, and they are preserved forever. The unrighteous shall be punished. As for the seed of the ungodly, it shall be rooted out. The righteous shall inherit the land, and dwell therein forever. The mouth of the righteous utters wisdom, and his tongue talks of judgment. The law of his God is in his heart, and his footsteps shall not falter. The ungodly lie in wait for the righteous, and seek occasion to slay him. The Lord will not leave him in their hand, nor allow him to be condemned when he is judged. Hope in the Lord, and keep his way, and he shall exalt you, so that you shall possess the land. When the ungodly perish, you shall see it. I myself have seen the ungodly in great power, and flourishing like a tree in full leaf. I went by, and behold, they were gone. I sought them, but their place could nowhere be found. Mark the blameless, and take heed of the upright, for there is a future for the peaceable. As for the transgressors, they shall perish together. And the end of the ungodly is that they shall be rooted out at the last. But the salvation of the righteous comes from the Lord, who is also their strength in the time of trouble. And the Lord shall stand by them and save them. He shall deliver them from the ungodly and shall save them, because they put their trust in him. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The first lesson is a reading from the book of Jeremiah, beginning with the 37th chapter, the first verse. Zedekiah, the son of Josiah, whom Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon made king in the land of Judah, reigned instead of Coniah the son of Jehoiakim. But neither he nor his servants nor the people of the land listened to the words of the Lord that he spoke through Jeremiah the prophet. King Zedekiah sent Jehuchal the son of Shelemiah, and Zephaniah the priest, the son of Maaseiah, to Jeremiah the prophet, saying, Please pray for us to the Lord our God. Now Jeremiah was still going in and out among the people, for he had not yet been put in prison. The army of Pharaoh had come out of Egypt, and when the Chaldeans who were besieging Jerusalem heard news about them, they withdrew from Jerusalem. Then the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah the prophet. Thus says the Lord, God of Israel, Thus you shall say to the king of Judah who sent you to me to inquire of me, 
Behold, Pharaoh's army that came to help you is about to return to Egypt, to his own land. And the Chaldeans shall come back and fight against the city. They shall capture it and burn it with fire. Thus says the Lord, Do not deceive yourselves, saying, The Chaldeans will surely go away from us, for they will not go away. For even if you should defeat the whole army of Chaldeans who are fighting against you, and there remained of them only wounded men, every man in his tent, they would rise up and burn this city with fire. Now when the Chaldean army had withdrawn from Jerusalem at the approach of Pharaoh's army, Jeremiah set out from Jerusalem to go to the land of Benjamin, to receive his portion there among the people. When he was at the Benjamin gate, a sentry there named Erijah, the son of Shelemiah, son of Hananiah, seized Jeremiah the prophet, saying, You are deserting to the Chaldeans. And Jeremiah said, It is a lie. I am not deserting to the Chaldeans. But Erijah would not listen to him, and seized Jeremiah and brought him to the officials. And the officials were enraged at Jeremiah, and they beat him and imprisoned him in the house of Jonathan the secretary, for it had been made a prison. When Jeremiah had come to the dungeon cells and remained there many days, King Zedekiah sent for him and received him. The king questioned him secretly in his house, saying, Is there any word from the Lord? Jeremiah said, There is. Then he said, You shall be delivered into the hand of the king of Babylon. Jeremiah also said to King Zedekiah, What wrong have I done to you or your servants or this people that you have put me in prison? Where are your prophets who prophesied to you, saying, The king of Babylon will not come against you and against this land? Now hear, please, O my lord the king, let my humble plea come before you, and do not send me back to the house of Jonathan the secretary, lest I die there. So King Zedekiah gave orders, and they committed Jeremiah to the court of the guard. And a loaf of bread was given him daily from the baker's street, until all the bread of the city was gone. So Jeremiah remained in the court of the guard. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's say together the Magnificat, the Song of Mary. My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For he that is mighty has magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on those who fear him throughout all generations. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones, and has exalted the humble and meek. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, has helped his servant Israel, as he promised to our fathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The second lesson is a reading from St. Paul's second epistle to the Corinthians, beginning with the fifth chapter, the first verse. For we know that if the tent that is our earthly home is destroyed, 
We have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. For in this tent we groan, longing to put on our heavenly dwelling, if indeed by putting it on we may not be found naked. For while we are still in this tent, we groan, being burdened, not that we would be unclothed, but that we would be further clothed, so that what is mortal may be swallowed up by life. He who has prepared us for this very thing is God, who has given us the Spirit as a guarantee. So we are always of good courage. We know that while we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord, for we walk by faith, not by sight. Yes, we are of good courage and would rather be away from the body and at home with the Lord. So whether we are at home or away, we make it our aim to please him. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, so that each one may receive what is due for what he has done in the body, whether good or evil. Therefore, knowing the fear of the Lord, we persuade others. But what we are is known to God and I hope it is known also to your conscience. We are not commending ourselves to you again, but giving you cause to boast about us, so that you may be able to answer those who boast about outward appearance and not about what is in the heart. For if we are beside ourselves, it is for God. If we are in our right mind, it is for you. For the love of Christ controls us, because we have concluded this, that one has died for all, therefore all have died. And he died for all, that those who live might no longer live for themselves, but for him who for their sake died and was raised. From now on, therefore, we regard no one according to the flesh. Even though we once regarded Christ according to the flesh, we regard him thus no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. All this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ, God making his appeal through us. We implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. For our sake he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's say together the Nuc Dimittis, the Song of Simeon. Lord, now let your servant depart in peace, according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of your people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let's say the Apostles' Creed together. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, 
his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit, and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us, and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us, and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people, and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. The Collect of the Day for this Wednesday after the second-to-last Sunday of Epiphany. Let us pray. Almighty God, through the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, you revealed the way of eternal life to every race and nation. Pour out this gift anew, that by the preaching of the gospel, your salvation may reach to the ends of the earth. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen. A College for Protection. Let us pray. O God, the life of all who live, the light of the faithful, the strength of those who labor, and the repose of the dead. We thank you for the blessings of the day that is past, and humbly ask for your protection through the coming night. Bring us in safety to the morning hours. Through him who died and rose again for us, your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. A prayer for mission. Let us pray. O God, you manifest in your servants the signs of your presence. Send forth upon us the spirit of love, that in companionship with one another your abounding grace may increase among us. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Feel free to pause the podcast here to offer up your own prayers and intercessions to the Lord in your own words. We'll come back together and pray the general thanksgiving. All right, let's pray the general thanksgiving together. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. 
We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life. But above all, for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies, that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service, and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. Okay, well, thank you so much for taking the time to pray with me here for evening prayer. If you have any questions or comments or prayer requests, I encourage you to reach out to me by email at commonprayer419 at gmail.com. Again, commonprayer419 at gmail.com. You can also reach out to me on x at commonprayer419. Also, if you've not yet done so, I encourage you to subscribe to this podcast. Any positive ratings or reviews would be greatly appreciated. Also, that way you don't miss any services yet to come, which in this case will be morning prayer. and They'll be on Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern. It will be the the next podcast here. But until then, hope you have a great rest of your week. This has been Common Prayer. My name is Craig Kelly. Thank you so much for joining me. God bless you, and I will see you next time.